this week on Dice Boys. Yeah. Ghost Boner. That's the name for this band that Megan and I are going to start. It's going to be a synth pop band and it's going to be called Ghost Boner. And our first album is going to be called Erectoplasm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in, dude. Fucking send it. Yep. Well, we got our clip for the day. We're good. We had another name, but I can't remember what it was. Erectoboner. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Yep, that's good. Oh, man. What about Ghost Spunkers? I feel like that would be like Busters. (laughs) I don't know. Instead of isn't that instead of busters like, that's spunkers? like that busters yeah because oh, like, like spunking like, yeah okay, spunk yeah because yeah, like of like spunking yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> you know oh man dear lord I mean ghost busters is already good like, so it's like <laughs> busting 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 you gotta kind of like yeah it's, nothing's gonna be better than that already to like make a cum joke so like, you kind of have to make it worse <laughs> ghost skeeters <laughs> yeah there you go. <laughs> no, speed. <laughs> All right, let's do this. I'm ready. Wait, I gotta pee. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. That was the most. That no was kidding. Trevor's personality. Check <laughs> distilled into. <laughs> All right, let's All right, go. I'm ready. Trevor. Wait, I gotta. Yeah, punch. we just have a couple more things we gotta check just off gotta go the list the of horn. stuff All we do before uh, we start, and then we can actually start. <laughs> Hey everyone, Dungeon Master Blake here. Thanks so much for listening to Dice Boys again this week. Love having y'all here with us. Um, Lots going on this session, so let's do our quick recap and jump right into it. Last time, our heroes went into the Portal Legs to do some recon and prepare for their heist of the Astral Serum. After some delicious food at the famed Jimpy's Kebabs, the party did my favorite thing, and split up. Dodge continued along to the seedier part of the docks where his dagger once again warned him that he was being followed. Dipping into a local dive bar, he got into a fight with a gambler before running into an old adversary. Meanwhile, Biggle and Yon-Yon went to the Wrenchworks Guild where they met an old dwarf named Arvo who was kindly enough until Biggle showed him the dragonfly construct that he got from the boxes at Wollstone Hall. Suggesting that he had some important information, Arvo made plans to meet Biggle later that night. And while all this happened, Alok and Matthias tried to infiltrate the security firm Schumann & Schumann, where Alok pretended to be a pirate and Matthias pretended to be looking for a job. Things seemed to be going well until Matthias was recognized from his activist past. Will Matthias's attempt to escape be successful? And what information does the dwarf Arvo have about the dragonfly construct and its origin? And will Dodge find himself getting into more trouble than he can handle on his own? We're about to find out. And we're about to meet one of my all-time favorite NPCs. Let's head down to the basement, sit at the table, and roll some dice. Matthias, you're in this small room, and you have been identified, recognized by David, the representative from Schumann and Schumann, recognized from your past. The panic sets in and you reach for a throwing knife 
right? Yep. You're going to throw yeah. a knife at his throat, I think is what you said? Yeah, I throw a knife at his throat. Let's roll initiative. Oh, my God. I forgot Not how good. funny these two characters I are rolled too. very poorly. I rolled pretty poorly. I got an eight. Yeah, that's going to beat the six total that I have. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Hey, you know, a W is a W. I'm going to take it. <laughs> right. So here's what happens. You reach for your throwing knife, and he reaches down to try and stop your hand. This is like a slow-mo kung fu moment of you. And, like, there's there's fiddling where he, like, slaps your hand, and you move your hand around, and he grabs your wrist, and you move your other hand around, and you guys are... And then you pull out the knife, and you're able to get it around, and what do you do? I go to Slash's throat. Okay. Yeah, make an attack roll. Yeah, that is a natural, a natural one. That's one, my guy. <laughs> oh, this Coming is in now. This is I thought it was a 20. I also thought it was a 20, by the way, you guys. Were <laughs> like, Dr- we're Drew, winning. Yeah. <laughs> Drew, you got any dice you can swing this way? Because I think using, yours are cursed anymore. I'm, using, be. Just like I'm using Trevor's. Covering off of me. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I catastrophically fail. Yeah, he. Uh, you go to slash his throat, and he grabs your hand and... Whoosh, twists your hand and pulls the knife out of it and then holds it to your neck and goes, oh, not so fast, Matthias. Uh, question about the room. Yeah. The door is shut? Yes. Um, I think you know what time it is. Is there... Is there <laughs> <laughs> you, what time of day is it? Yeah, do I, do, do I see Have you checked any, your like, watch? Device not, in the corners, time. or is this just like a no, barren th- room? Think of like a police interrogation room without the two-way mirror. So no mirror, no windows, no nothing. Correct. We're in a box. Yes. Just a table and some handcuffs? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dog. It's tiger time. Uh... <laughs> Oh, you can do that as a bonus action. Yes, I you? can. So I turned into a tiger. Uh, and he goes, he goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, He's oh, a tiger. Christ. Uh, yeah, Blake Hooper, what does he do? You brought a knife to a tiger fight. <laughs> he opens the door and disengages from you and yells, we have a tiger outside. So a tiger in the building. <laughs> and he runs back down the hallway as far as his movement will take him after he disengages from you. You see, coming up the hallway now is this tiefling woman that was the security guard in the front room. She's coming down the hallway and they're like passing each other and he's running up to her and he's like, uh, he, he grabs her. He's like, he's right there. Tiger man. He turned into a tiger in front of my eyes. <laughs> my beautiful eyes. Um, he tried to stab me with this knife. Okay. I am going to duck around the corner in the interrogation room with the door open. Uh-huh. Rematias cast fog cloud. Oh my god. All right. And turn into a spider. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I like that you say Rematias. <laughs> I'm going to Rematias 
and then I am going to in my with my tiny spider legs mm-hmm. get out of the door and up on the wall, one of the like glassed walls, and just start making my way slowly to the exit. Okay. So before this is over, I just okay. From now on, you have to say rematerialize. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I rematerialize. Yeah. Instead of rematerialize. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah rematerialize. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I, that feels good. Do you want to um, do a couple more times? So it is really happy. Rematerialize. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As you were on the wall in the hallway, mm-hmm. in the fog, you hear just voices. Once this fog appears, just everyone starts yelling, cutting, kind of, kind of cutting through the fog, almost creating a rave-like atmosphere. This red light starts to shine into the fog. It's and still sick beat and sick beat. Uh, <laughs> uh, sure, yeah, we'll say the alarm has like a. <laughs> That's canon. Yep. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. And there's a red light just shining in there, and every now and then it changes to yellow. Green. Yep. Red. Red. This is great. Green. Red. Red. Yep. Yellow. Yeah. Red. And I'm just All making right. my way along the wall. Yeah. And little tiny spider alarm legs. Alarm is going, and you're really just painting a picture here. Wait, like now. reggae lights? I, I'm going <laughs> to. I'm just going to. Just for shits and giggles, I'm going to roll for them. Okay. See. Yeah. Yeah. Braga. Braga Brass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're they just super confused by the fog, and there's just yelling and chaos just erupting in this building, and you can't even really see what's happening. Nope. Go ahead and roll an insight roll. Okay. Not good. Okay. Yeah, just tons of voices yelling, Oh, my God, what's happening? Oh, no, so we're under attack. Shoot me, shoot me. And just fog billowing out, out in the street. A-lock. You are standing there, doom dee doom, doom dee doom, just standing there in your <laughs> pirate costume. I feel like I'm getting curious and wondering what's taking so long. So I, I imagine I try to look in the front window and see if I see Matisse. There is in there. there is no front window into which to look. Gotcha. Okay. Or in 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 which you can look. In which I can There's gander. No, yes, or gander. You can neither look nor gander, as there is nothing through which to do either. I'm not gandin. All right. <laughs> no Gandon. <laughs> nice. But you do all of a sudden hear, as you kind of like walk up, you're thinking maybe maybe you might check in. You kind of walk up to the front door, and all of a sudden you just hear the chaos erupt from the other side of the walls, this muffled sound of like, and just yelling. Are and... they dancing in there? Are they having a party? <laughs> oh, my God. Out of the front door, as you're about to open it, comes. I'm kind of like this. hiding behind it, and I'm just like watching people spill out. I imagine. Yeah, you you watch some people spill out. They're like fanning themselves, like oh my god, and little bits of fog start to w- waft out of the front door, and and people are confused, like is there a fire? What's going? And then you see this tall, gaunt half elf that you almost for a moment mistake as Matthias, but he's much more well dressed and well kept. He's holding a knife. He's saying, keep your eyes out for the tiger man. He will come out as a tiger. He is of, he is of in tiger shape, and he attacked me with this. And he's just telling the crowd this? Yeah, he as, people, as more yeah. people spill out. Uh, Matthias, uh, okay, uh, tiger. Um, and I'm going to try to just uh, 
sneak in, put my, like, while watching him, make sure he's, like, facing away and just, like, creep in the front with my back going into the door. And then you pull it behind me. You're going to try and go in the front door of the building as everyone's spilling out? Well, I'm going to I'm gonna wait for an opening. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where all, the cha- where all the chaos is happening, I want to try to sneak up in there. <laughs> right at the fucking heart of The place of it. where everyone's running from, I want to go there. <laughs> sounds like... Sounds well, like yeah, it sounds like Matias is in trouble. Like, I mean, he doesn't... Play the hero. So here's something that you see as all these people are spilling out and you're waiting for a moment to kind of get in. And there's like this fog that's billowing out of the front door too. It's kind of been funneled down the hallway. And the big fan up in the ceiling is blowing it out of the room. As you weasel your way in, you notice that there's at least a dozen people that have spilled out of this building now, including this half-elf and the tiefling woman that was the security guard. And she has grabbed from her belt a what looks like just a simple black baton, but she kind of shakes it in the air. And it, this huge spectral hammer extends like a four foot long handle that materializes from this thing. And this huge spectral hammer at the end of it. And it's kind of glowing in this billowing fog and amongst all these people. And she says, I swear to God, I'm going to smash that fucking guy. And that's you weasel your way in. Okay. Um, Ahoy there, I just, uh, I saw a lot of people leaving there, um, abandoning ship, you know, and I was just thinking maybe, uh, you might have another opening, uh, uh, just wanted to see, uh, I got some reviews outside, people weren't too happy about working here. And a- as you're doing that, this tiefling woman, <laughs> yeah, you were on Yelp, <laughs> no, you were on, what was it called, like, glass door, glass, I think, it, door or whatever, glass, the, yeah, glass door, yeah, fantasy glass door yeah she she walks up and grabs your pirate tunic (laughs) and and pulls and tries to pull you out of the building i can do it myself she says we have an incursion now is not the time for your bullshit (laughs) well of course uh It just goes to figure, uh, can't trust your security, right? I mean, there's got to be tons of flaws with the system, right? She said, I swear to God, I will smash your face in first. Oh, yeah, that's going to do great. Yeah, do that right here, out in the street. Go ahead. You're watching this, everybody. More of these employees of Schumann and Schumann start to mill around and be like, what the fuck's this guy's problem? Hey, man. Hey, just, we're, we got a problem in here. We don't need to deal with your stuff right now. You need to go. I just wanted to work with you guys. What's so hard with that? I wanted to give you guys business. And I told you we don't have, we don't do security for ships. So I don't understand why you're still here. What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Matias, you hear this all... This 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 commotion is, my, is my guiding you. Spider senses yeah. follow the commotion. Yeah, to get out fog. of the corridor. Yeah. So in spider form, um, I go along the walls, obviously, because oh. I don't want to get stepped on. I, I was. I, I, thank you for clarifying that because I was yeah, just about to no. make you have a, a dex roll. 
Oh, so hell you, no. Uh, so yeah, no. A spider would never walk across the floor when yeah. given the opportunity. No, Especially yeah, n- a spider who has at one point been a man. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> you are man in spider form. You're like, fuck floors. Yeah, if I turn yeah, into I, a bird, I'm flying I'm done. I am all walls yeah. and yeah. ceilings for yeah. sure. Yeah, I've been doing yeah. floors my whole yeah, fucking yeah, life. Yeah. 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 Try this other shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to say you're able to get to the doorway, the front doorway. Okay. Eventually, uh, yes, we're, we're kind of out of initiative. Yeah, it'll at this take point. a while. It's it's it's, it's banana town. I got tiny little spider legs. I get it. Yeah, yeah, no. How long does fog cloud last? What's the, what's uh, the it, deal with it? Uh, it? It'll dissipate. It doesn't have like a duration. It just will. It it's just... an existent thing that dissipates yeah. eventually. So, okay. So I'm gonna say that as by the time you get to the front door, this big fan in the front room. Even though you cast Fog Cloud in the back, it's kind of wafted around the corner and down the hallway. This fan has created enough air circulation to kind of pull the fog out of the front of the building. Perfect. Great. And at this point, people in in the street, just random passersby, little street urchin kids, just, there's a crowd that is gathering, watching this fog billow out of the, of the front. So, Matthias, you have, as a spider, come to the doorway. Yes, and I am going to use the rest of my hour as a spider mm-hmm. to climb up the building to the roof. Ooh, that's good. That's saucy. I was really hoping you were going to say I was just like not ready predator. for that. I was not ready for that, but that <laughs> is good and saucy. Yeah, I'm just going to hang <laughs> just out try and, and like, catch bugs. Creep as many predator. people out as possible. Yeah. Just like ah! get on shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to use the rest of my hour <laughs> to get on the backs of necks. <laughs> some crawl in people's ears. Yeah. Get on people's ankles. Yeah. yeah. Get in people's socks. It's It'll really be weird. a piece of shit spider. Just an asshole spider. Okay, great. Way to the roof. Yeah. So you get to the roof. It doesn't take very long. A lock from the street. You you see that once the fog has dissipated, everyone is looking in and waiting for something to happen. Eventually, this security guard lady. She says, "Fuck it." She goes inside with a little bit of trepidation, but she has this giant spectral hammer. She kind of scouts it out, and eventually, she comes out. And she says, "There's no one here." I'm gonna. I'm. I'm sure everyone's just like kind of like. Well, what do we do now? Type, yeah, type situation, yeah. and then imagine being in a fire drill at work. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm just gonna say, parlay, parlay, parlay. Um, oh my god! <laughs> and then I'm gonna run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why are Great. you running? I love it. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's wonderful. On the roof, Matthias. Yes. Nothing of note, other than. A small little shack-sized, not necessarily building, but this is wherever the stairs from inside the building, they lead to this little door that Mm. opens out onto the roof. A little shack-sized, like porta-potty-sized door. So you see that, and you also see the base of this radio tower construction that Mm -hmm. is jutting up from the roof up into the sky with this gem on the top and from the roof you can see more clearly that there are all these cables big thick cables coming from that gem going down into little connectors in the ceiling there's at least a dozen of these cables coming down Mm -hmm. from the gem go ahead and make an arcana roll eight okay i'm not gonna do anything yeah they seem important 
You're not really able to figure out what's happening here, but you're seeing it yeah. nonetheless. While all this is happening, Biggle and Yon Yon, you have gone to the Wrenchworks Guild and you've taken stock of what's in their kind of visitor foyer. You've met with this dwarf, Arvo. When you, Biggle, showed him the, the, dragonfly. the little dragonfly construct, he reacted very negatively. Yeah. And he's basically told you that only one... You said you made this, and he said, bullshit, only one person has made these. There was a moment of tension, certainly. He told you, you guys need to talk further, and he made plans with you to meet at the Thistledown Lounge mm -hmm. later, which he said is only... It, it's a lounge, pub kind of place that is specific catered to and only allows people of the smaller stature smaller stature yes so Biggle you've made plans to meet him later in the evening there yes wherein you hope that he will divulge some more information but as it stands now you are now outside of the Wrenchworks Guild well that didn't really go as planned I did was there a reason why you didn't just show him something that you made but because this is all I have you could have demonstrated some things. You could have put something together on the fly. I've seen you do it a million times. Well, yeah, but I kind of wanted to get some answers about this cool thing that I found. How was I supposed to know? Well, we're in it now. <laughs> so as you guys are having this conversation, you see there are a couple different chimneys, and they're like ragged circular tin that is like jutting at different angles coming up, poking up out of the ceiling of this place. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, one of these chimneys just just blasts this huge billow of dark black smoke. It's accompanied by some sort of deep rumble under the earth. It sounds like it's coming from underneath the guild works. This, this huge blast of black smoke coming out of the chimney, one of these chimneys. And all of a sudden, the little courtyard that is to the side of the building that has this decorative boulder this fenced-in courtyard, out of the large warehouse space that's attached to the building, coming into that courtyard is a half-orc and a little boy who's probably maybe 10 or 12, a human boy. Are they just walking normally? Like, I'm... No, they, I'm come, like... they, they come running out of the warehouse of oh. the Wrenchworks Guild into the, into the fenced-off courtyard. Okay. Is everything Okay. The half-orc just kind of looks at you and it's just like, fuck, 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 fuck. And looks at the sun to see kind of what time of day it is. The little boy walks up to the edge of the gate and says, oh, no, everything's everything's fine. Are you sure? Because that looks really bad for the environment. I, are you guys sure that that's part of regular protocol? No, we just, we have, we're having some air circulation issues with our... Oh, you're having With ventilation problems, yeah. huh? Yeah. Uh, well, but we, we have a plan. We're just waiting for someone to show up with a part. And so in the meantime, need. you're just going to let all that stuff just blow into the into the ozone layer, huh? Just, you know, passers-by like my friend like Yon, Yon us? and us. We're just supposed to breathe all that shit in. He looks at you, Biggle, and he's like eyesight with you. Mm -hmm. And then he looks up into the sky and then looks at you and he says... I think we're going to be fine. <laughs> it's up it's up there. You and I, you know, we're down here. Listen, kid. Why don't you back the fuck off? 
Just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to actually want to say that. No, no, yeah. Keep it. Keep it. Listen here, you little piece of shit. That's, that's out of character for me. All right. Uh, take, take two. And this, yeah, uh, this half-orc co- kind of comes up and puts this huge hand. And he's holding a, a pipe wrench in one hand. A big, giant, burly, raw-looking pipe wrench. And he's got grease stains all over his skin. Mm-hmm. And he puts a hand on the little kid's head. It's all right, Eo. Just head on in. Don't don't worry about these folks. Oh, we were just asking if everything was okay. I mean, it looks pretty bad. We were wondering, you know, if there's anything we could do to help. Or, are you a wizard? He looks at the two of you, kind of squints his eyes. No. Are you? We are. Two oh. of the finest. No, good, good for you guys. I guess. You know, I, I mean, I. Um, have an aptitude for uh, mechanical things and some magic and sorts, you know, maybe I could uh, help you guys out. We came here to, to see what's going on and to explore the guild works. We kind of got uh, paths crossed a little bit, wires crossed, you know, so <clears> to speak. Yeah, um, this is all an internal problem, so everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm sure that lead pipe is going to do a whole lot. Oh, anyway, you see you later. <laughs> he, he kind of tink, tink, wraps the giant wrench on the wrought iron fence between the two of you as he's standing in the courtyard. You guys are on one side of this wrought iron fence. He's on the other side. Gosh, Yan Yan, I f- I'm just so surprised. I, we came here with such good intentions to meet some lovely people, and I just feel like everyone is so rude here. They just have really cool shit in there. I get it. I guess so, but um, if like people came snooping around all vault, we'd probably act the same way. We just got to figure out how to get in there. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? Like, have a tour. We've been ch- we came here to see the cool shit you guys were working on, and no one wants to talk to us. I brought some cool shit. You guys were upset about it. Everyone has been mean to us. We just wanted to, you know, congratulate you and experience these cool projects with you. <sighs> and drop kind of drops the wrench to his side. Says, "I'm sorry. You're uh, you're just here to check things out, to visit. We have a visitors foyer. You can go in there. I, I, I'm just I'm stressed out right now. We're trying to work on our forge. Um, I have a trouble with the forge. Yeah, I mean." It's a ventilation issue. Yeah, uh, totally. We, we have it under control, but I appreciate your concern, and I appreciate your interest in the Wrenchworks Guild, and um, please make your way into the foyer, visitor's foyer. Arvo can get you guys a, uh, uh, I can't even remember what we call them, floaty ball thing. You can take as a souvenir. Yeah, that stuff's all really cool. Hey, um, <laughs> there's one thing I noticed inside, though. You had this, uh, like, uh, metal dragonfly thing in a case. What's up with that? That thing looked amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a... Did you... So you were, already, you, you were already inside? Yeah, we went inside. I'm meeting up with Arvo later. He's a pretty cool dude. Oh, oh, that's great. And he sticks, uh, he sticks a hand. He puts the wrench from his right hand to his left hand and sticks his right hand through the wrought <laughs> iron bars. Yeah, I says, shake his hand. He says, "My name's Gark." What's up, Gark? I'm Biggle. Yon Yon. Hi, Biggle. Hi, Yon Yon. He's big, calloused, 
hands. Sorry to throw you for white, a loop there for a minute. White I know skin you guys knuckles. were, uh, you know, in the middle of things. We were just making sure everything was okay. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate it, and I appreciate your interest in the guild. You know, Yanyan, when we're back at home, we always got weird shit going on in our basements. Stuff blowing up left and right. In fact, just a couple weeks ago, some idiot rat folk threw a big old flaming glass bottle through our front window. What? Yes. Oh, man. Wait, wait, where are you guys? Uh, and he kind of he, he kind of crosses his arms and leans into the fence. Where are you guys? Where are you guys traveling from? Uh, we set up a cool little shop down in Clifftide, but uh, we've just kind of been oh, making Clifftide. our way up That's here great. for the, uh, what's it called? The uh, delegation thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, the Accorn delegation. We got to, we got to, <laughs> he smiles his big toothy grin. We got a big gift we're giving him. Oh, really? Uh, when the parade comes through. Yeah, yeah. They're probably setting up the stage in the in the square. That sounds or pretty in cool. the round. Do you think everybody's going to be pretty happy with that gift? <laughs> well, yeah. Sweet, man. It was nice to meet you guys. I'm sorry if I was rough around the edges. Um, you know, little Eo's my... I just saw you talking to him, and it was just... It just got weird, so... Oh, man, it's all good. I feel like that about Yan-Yan sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and I give you a little elbow to the hip. Yes. Yeah, it's nice talking to you guys. Uh, I'm going to make sure Eo's all right. Make sure... And then I... I it uh, looks like, and he looks up at the chimney, and the smoke has stopped billowing out. He says, looks like we just had a little hiccup, so uh, uh, enjoy your time in the Port of Legs, and, you know, if I'm ever in Clifftide, what's the name of your, uh, what's the name of your place? I've been wanting to get Eo down there, so. It's the Organization of the Black Goblet. Huh. <laughs> Say it one more time. You heard me. The. Yes. The Organization. Black the black goblet it's pretty cool uh we do a bunch of sweet stuff down there and uh you know we're always whipping up something he kind of he awesome. kind of gets closed off okay yeah maybe i'll uh maybe i'll visit sometime and he Why are you grabs the wrench <laughs> and he slowly steps back away from the fence why did he get it all weird at the end there? He goes back into the warehouse, and I want each of you to give me a perception check as he does. That's a six. Wow. Wow, guys. Me, yeah. Really nailing it. Really bringing the heat. Yeah. He disappears into darkness through the big bay doors of the warehouse. Like magical darkness? It would seem that way. While all this is happening, Dodge, you find yourself sitting at a bar. You've been to many bars like this in your time it's basically the fantasy equivalent of a carpet bar this is a divey spot <laughs> you can almost see through the floorboards into the joists below <laughs> right you're sitting at the bar all the action and commotion has dissipated rapidly as you know these things typically happen in places such as this and you're sitting at the bar with Josefina from Hans's crew Mm-hmm. At Thornrose Tower. She's asked you to buy her a drink. You buy her a drink. And you're sitting there and she says, So, my employer is no more. I'm assuming yours, the wand-wielding wizard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still rolling around with Yan-Yan and Biggle. Yan-Yan and Biggle. What kind of work do you all do? Oh, you know, little this, little that. Uh... <laughs> Sightseeing, stuff like that. 
Now, what do you got been getting into up these this way? She says, getting as far away from Gold Crest as possible. Good work out here? I'm hoping to find something. I don't suppose you have any leads on anything or... Well, <sighs> well, frankly, I don't think I want to work for your employer. I have a thing for wizards. It's not a good thing. What about like a one-off type situation? What did you have in mind? I might be able to cut you in on a little uh, highest job at a security firm. Hmm. Schumann and Schumann? Uh, I will tell you the truth. I don't remember the name, but... Uh, <laughs> sure you don't. Let's say it's that one. If I were interested, what's in it for me? Money. Hmm. She takes a sip and says, It's pretty much all there is. If you say so. Are we talking good money? Well, that depends on your station, doesn't it? Tell me about the job. Now, come on. You have to know these aren't the proper environments for a conversation such as that. You've done said too much already. Okay. What, if I were interested, and I'm not saying I am, what would I need to do to get on board? Uh, we just need a little muscles all, so. All right. A little skull cracking. When's the job going down? Still working out details such as that. Hmm. Sounds like you don't have as many details. <laughs> uh, sounds like you don't have as many details as I'd hoped you did. Or would. And why would you be hoping something like that? Thanks for the drink. I'll tell you what. And she grunk, scoots her stool back and slams the last of her <coughs> drink and kunk, puts the old scratched glass onto the beat-up wood bar and says, I hope you don't take it personal. Everything that happened at the uh, the tower a few months back. Business is business. Exactly. I'll see you around, cowboy. If you say so. And she grabs her pack and eyes the room and walks out. I'm going to follow her, but I would like to try to... Is there an upstairs? No. This is a one-floor, really shitty, divey hole-in-the-wall. Back door? Fire exit? Yeah, there's there's certainly a back door into an alley. Yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to head out into the alley. Okay. After she walks out the door. Okay. I'm going to head out into the alley, kind of like look both ways. Give me a perception roll as oh, you do. God. That's not bad. That seems 13 plus 14. Four, oh, 14 total? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, 13 plus 14. <laughs> <laughs> it's It sucks back here. It's stinky and gross and sticky. And there's garbage and weird animal bits, fish guts and bones, feces, 
urine, weird, just weird liquid mm-hmm. all over the place. Sticky, weird liquid all over. Piles of trash, broken boxes. But one thing you do notice is the trickle in the dirt of this weird liquid. Hot garbage juice coming from these piles all runs toward a large sewer grate. And you're looking to the left and to the right, and you can see that this alleyway kind of dead ends about 20 feet down to your left. But if you go to your right, you can see that it turns. There's a small little side alley that heads back toward the front boardwalk, which you, which would head to the front of the building. So I'm just going to fly up on the roof and kind of run over to the front door side and see if I can see her on the street. She's making her way up the boardwalk toward the more touristy, friendly area of the docks. And the sun is glittering off of the crashing ocean. I'd like to roll a some kind of check to decide whether or not I think that she our meeting was happenstance or not. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can roll an insight roll. That's not as good as uh, 13. So with the 7, yeah, you're not sure. All right, I'll go check out the, the sewer. What are, you, what are you doing specifically? Pick the grate up and go down there. Okay. So you go from the fresh air on top of the building, the fresh sea air, back down into the hot garbage air of this back alley. You can't get enough of it, so you open up the sewer grate. <laughs> I've been spent too much time out in the country. I just need that, you know those good sewer fumes yeah there is a ladder going down about 10 feet it's just like a column that goes down with a ladder that is completely rusted over calcified chunky almost barnacled at this point with rust you don't even have to touch it you can just fly down Mm -hmm. and you land in some sort of squish bad squish just gross squish mm-hmm. up to your ankles. Mm-hmm. Best squish. It is short in here. I'm actually going to hover in the air since I'm still flying. Okay. Wow. It's going to be challenging <laughs> for you to do that if you want to move forward anywhere. Running parallel to the direction of the alley and parallel to the boardwalk is a small, about four foot high tunnel. It goes off to your left and off to your right, just like the alley did. I'm looking for telltale signs of like rat folk hangout slash great thoroughfares. Go ahead and roll perception. Don't roll the same dice. <laughs> no, no, dude, like literally don't. Six. God damn it. This is what's happening. You're hunched over at this point, trying to get in this four foot high. Your boots are flying, little. Wings are fluttering, and you're smelling just shit. Mm-hmm. And you're touching um, your your shoulders, and the top, the back of your head are touching the top of this moist, drippy, sto- old Nasty stone. Shit, yes. And you're looking for signs of rat folk, and you don't see any until you hear a voice say, echoing down. Out of the darkness. You're early. What do you mean I'm early? Who am I talking to? And it's TP, is that you? 
echoing down. I assume you got my note. I did not get a note from you. I was just out here goofing off. Seen about this and that. Thought, saw a sewer grate, had something I wanted to say to you, so I thought I might come down here and see if I could uh, run into you, possibly. Are you alone? Well, are any of us really ever alone? <laughs> As you are in the darkness, <laughs> and his voice is echoing, he says, from you're not sure where. He, you know it's off to your left, but you, you can't see him. I got you right here beside me. How can I be alone? <laughs> you're certainly not alone. We're all here. And you hear the skittering, <laughs> sloshing sound of rat folk as they all, as this cadre of dirty, crusty, war beaten rat folk. And they all have weapons drawn, skitter their way up the tunnel toward you. Dodge, you are floating above the sewage, crouched over, barely able to keep yourself out of the filth, and coming into your line of sight, tromping their way through the filth that you were avoiding, is TP and four of his compatriots. So am I still like right below, like right next to the ladder? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. And there's daylight trickling down okay. above you. Yeah. TP, as they get closer, he says, <laughs> Now you know that I owe you for the hill job. Well, look, TP, I got So this one's for free. The guy you're traveling with, with the armor in the box. I've seen him before. Okay. I don't know if you know, but Goldcrest is a bust. We've all had to leave. Well, we, I mean, we're both here, ain't we? Yeah. He kind of gets up closer to you. His fancy boots you're wearing. Listen, don't worry about that. How's work these days? We're surviving. Any uh, any interest in maybe taking a little side gig? Uh, he spits into the filth next to him, looks at his compatriots and licks his teeth. What kind of side gig are we talking? Well, look, it's uh, <clears throat> just, you know, got this uh, little parade thingamajig coming up. The delegation. Uh, well, <clears throat> where on the street is, there's some fancy lad from across the way that done uh, left a nice stash of precious gems and rare coins with the fine folks at, uh, what's that big security firm up the street there? Hmm. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. One of the one of the other rap folks chimes in and goes, Shoeman and shoeman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, 
we's planning to run up in there and grab the jewels. If you use an extra hand or two. Sounds risky. Risky? What are you talking about? Says security is heightened in the city. Yeah, but they're going to be all messed up with that damn parade. Bunch of fancy lads from here and there walking up the street. You know, they got to have a show of force. They're going to have all hands on deck for that. Hmm. So you're saying there's jewels at Schumann and Schumann? Well, I mean, I guess it's it's more of like a, I don't know. Have you ever heard of Veinstone? He looks at all the the rap folk and they all look at him. They kind of exchange glances. He says, yeah, it's some valuable shit. So I guess it's a big old chunk of that, what what they had been bringing over. I'm not really sure. I mean, I don't... You know me. I just care about the the job. I don't really care about the, you know, deep, finer points of why this thing's there and why these people are going where. I just need to know what to do. That's take. why we get along, Dodge. Mm-hmm, exactly. So what? You want to you wanna rumble or what? Hmm. I... Interested, yes. Okay. Well, uh, tell you what. You know a good meeting place that's not, uh, you know, just a little cleaner? Maybe? Not as damp? What is the deal with your traveling companion? The human. What do you mean? What's the, what do you mean what's the deal? With the box. Yeah, you tell me what's the deal. You seem like you know a whole lot more about it than I do. I've seen him in Goldcrest. Okay. We're doing what? Something I should be worried about? Look, as I said, I owe you for the hill job. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's part of a group. They've taken over the sewers. The sewers? Boy, you take a look at that man. That man ain't ever set foot in a sewer in his life. Listen to him speak one word and you will know that to be true. I'll tell you what. Since you seem so weirded out about it, full disclosure, he uh, bailed us out of a tough situation uh, over yonder with some uh, half-orc bastards or orc bastards that were trying to rob us. He was a little bit worse for wear in the exchange, so <sighs> we brought him with us on our way over here. He's just uh, shacking up out of town, but he's not really in on this whole thing. He's doing his own jammer, just resting up, so he's not going to be in on this uh, caper we about fixing to pull. No need to worry about him. Between you and I, we're at our wit's end. The rat folk are falling on hard times. You have to be more specific. The sewers have been cleaned out in Goldcrest. Our numbers are dwindled. Some of us escaped to Clifftide northward. Me and these few have made our way up here. So if you're looking for a meeting place, 
you'll have to meet us where we are. They don't let you bub ground here at all? The port of legs does not smile kindly on rat folk. If you want help with your job, it's going to cost you. Well, I mean, that's how jobs work, ain't it? <laughs> Ever the jokester dies. Meet us here tomorrow with better intel. And maybe we'll help you. Well, let me ask you this, man, on my way out. You got any kind of basement sewer access to that there uh, Schumann and Schumann building there? What's the sewer situation around about them parts? There's no way from the sewers into Schumann and Schumann. Not that you or I could go through. Who might? One much smaller than us. A drain pipe. All right. Well, <clears throat> tomorrow night then? Yes. Around about dark time, I guess. You come when you're ready. Well, you we guys will just, know. You guys just hang out here all day, just kicking it, <laughs> chewing on rusty nails and shit. He pulls out a dagger Pink. and picks at his tooth. You know me too well, Dash. A little too well. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess uh, that's a good enough for me. And I'm going to just... And, and you hear his voice echoing to you as you fly up. He says, those are nice boots. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, up on the roof of Schumann and Schumann, in spider form, Matthias, mm -hmm. you have assessed this tower jutting up from the roof of the building. Mm -hmm. I would like to make my way as far away from Schumann and Schumann as possible in spider form and then... Uh, re, re Matthiasize. Matthiasize. I forgot what it was. Re Matthiasize. Um, and look for the closest person who looks like they live on the fringes of society. <laughs> someone, hey, Blake, the closest. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Someone who is uh, a boy. Somebody who's the most gutter punk no, adjacent. Some, yeah, somebody who looks like an outcast. <laughs> somebody who looks like they're, you know. Okay, perception roll for that. Uh, that's going to be a 14. Okay. Yeah, you find two humans. One of them is playing a ukulele, just sitting with uh, the ukulele case, this battered ukulele case, and people are throwing coins as they play it, and the other one is banging on a little drum. You've seen these folk before. They're street punks. Yeah. Yeah. Folk punks, if yeah. you will. I'll walk up and toss, <laughs> like, a handful West of silver. shit I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I'll walk up and toss a handful of silver mm -hmm. in the case. Okay. They give you a nod. How's your night? You're getting a lot of uh, reception from your music. The one playing the drum, this female with a mohawk. Uh, thanks, man. 
Yeah, it's been it's been good. Port Legs is awesome. There's so much happening here. My God. Yeah, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're just gonna go with it. Let me let me be honest with you. Uh, I'm looking for something. Uh, with a, uh, a deeper tone, if you will. Um, I'm looking for the triplets. Do you know where I can find them? Ooh. The ukulele, prank. the guy playing the ukulele stops, and the girl playing the drums stops, and she's, oh, so you know the triplets, huh? Yes, of course I know the triplets. You Do you know about the uh, the Gold Bridge Bank job? Maybe. Not. No. Are you a narc? <laughs> you have to tell us if you are. <laughs> now, this is an obvious logical fallacy. You have to tell us. <sighs> it's the rule. It's the rules of society, man. <laughs> That's entrapment. <laughs> this is bullshit. Tell me where the triplets are, and I will go and talk to them. What is your concern? You'll sit here in your corner and play your ukulele. Obviously, your goals are not <laughs> up to the standards of the PWA. But are you fringe individuals? Come on. Fight for something. Give a shit. All right, man. Uh, so, like, okay, you know the triplets. That's cool. I mean, they hang out in the park by the river sometimes, you know. <laughs> Brett, you look like you want to chime in. No, no, I'm just doing the, the face of the voice you were doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like the face of like, the you don't voice. Gotta, you don't gotta come down on our on our shit. Like like you gave us money. Like I don't understand. Like like we're just trying to grind it out. You know. No. Yes, I understand. But like the, the goal of the PWA is not to like panhandle and try and gain whatever extra coin you can from the ruling class. You have to fight for yourselves. Fight for your place in society. Do not placate them with your words and your sounds. He just starts playing his ukulele again. This is... I have a lot to say to Hans Jürgen and Hans Jürgen when I meet them. <laughs> Wait. What are their names? <laughs> Hans Jürgen and Hans Jürgen. Jesus. We already had a Hans and a Jürgen, I would think, in this story. But, like, yeah, sure. Why not? People can have the same name. Yeah. It, it happens a lot. I mean, <laughs> think, of all the, think of all the Ryan and Kyles, you know. <laughs> you know. Why, why aren't their names Ryan, Kyle, and Ryan Kyle? Because <laughs> that doesn't sound as good. Ryan yes, Kyle is Ryan a pretty Kyle dope name. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Kyle. Let's just go with that. <laughs> We're with Ryan, Kyle, yeah. and what about Kyle Ryan? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't go by RK. Look, I don't go by. I don't go by Raikai. I go by motherfucking Ryan what about Kyle. Ryan, Kai, and then Raikai. You will say the Ryan, syllables. Kyle he and Raikai. Double sign language wise all the time, just like Shaga bra. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, All right, so uh, in the house. They basically they basically told you that if you want to if you want to find the triplets, they they hang out in the in the yes, park. There's a big there's a river that cuts uh, along the northern edge yeah. of town, the mouth of which feeds into kind of the port. They basically told you like uh, along that river is a big park. So uh, did, did we decide that their names are Ryan, Kyle, and Ryan Kyle? 
I mean, I am down with going Ryan, Kyle, and Ryan, yeah. Kyle. I thought yes. we got, no, we landed on I think Ryan, that, Kyle, I think that, land, that lands way better. Yeah, we're going Ryan, Kyle, and Ryan, Kyle. Okay, Ryan, Kyle, and Ryan, Kyle. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm happy with this choice. Yeah. <laughs> I will edit it into workshopping it live. <laughs> <laughs> Making our choices. They're all correct. <laughs> Just one piece of advice. Give a shit. When the time comes, give a shit. And I walk away and go toward Jimpy's kebabs to, to meet me. back up with everyone. You guys all have done your separate reconnaissance, and you meet back up outside of Jimpy's as you had planned to do. And at this point, it's late afternoon. The sun has moved past its crest and is moving toward the edge of the ocean, and it's glittering off the sea. The city is alive with excitement as more and more people have poured into the city, anticipation of the arrival of this delegation from the Accordion continent. You can feel this electricity in the air, and it's a beautiful fall day. You meet back up outside of Jimpy's, and you share what information you have gleaned. Guys, I mean, I'm just going to say one thing about the Port of Legs. You'd think they'd be more friendly to sailors, but no, not at all. <laughs> You don't look like a sailor. You look yeah, like a, a jackass. Yeah, you're, you're a pirate. You have a blouse You're on. literally the only one that looks the way you look as far as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> Even the people coming off the ships look better dressed than you. Well, they, uh, I, I thought it was a great idea. You know, uh, it's your entire purpose was to act like a pirate and <laughs> try and get them to be your security guard. There was no secondary action. No, I just thought if I was a pirate that they'd be like, oh, look, there's another pirate because I thought there'd be like 30 pirates. No, here. I, I, <laughs> you made it seem like you had a plan. No, I, was... I assume there was a second part to yeah. the plan where you would like an unveil uh, uh, an actual things that a pirate would have to deal with. Uh, or you would storm the security firm for something. Well, I figured if there were 30 pirates, I could probably convince them to do whatever I want. But since there aren't any, it's just me. <laughs> uh, how, how was everyone else's day? Mine was dramatic, but we can get to that later. Yeah, I I don't want to assume, like, for example, that Dodge... Yeah, I'm going to tell them about TP. Okay, I met with him, and he's willing to... Link up with us potentially. A rat folk? Yeah, he's all right. You know, he's a little. Just, he's, uh, uh, specifically, do you t dodge? Do you tell everyone that TP has said that he thinks he saw Horatio in? No, no, you don't. I don't care that. about that. Okay, I don't think it's relevant. Okay, I have to meet up with some. Uh, old acquaintances after this meeting, but uh, I will meet everyone back at the uh, estate when we are done. Old acquaintances. I have a meeting with Arvo. And who uh, is Arvo? Well, Arvo is a dwarf from the Wrenchworks Guild who I am meeting up with later. Oh, this is promising. You guys got Either that or he's gonna, you know... Take my toys. Okay, so moving forward, you guys have you guys have done your reconnaissance. 
you're, you've shared your intel, meager as it may be, with each other. And what is happening now is Biggle ha- is going to meet up with Arvo at the Thistledown Lounge. And Matthias, you're you are going to go toward the uh, Riverside Park mm-hmm. and try to find the triplets. Yep, Ryan, Kyle, and Ryle. Ryan, Kyle. Okay, Rykai. Oh God, I'm going to go uh, with Biggle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. The least big, <laughs> the least small person available. Um, Yon Yon and Dodge. What are the two of you doing? Uh, I'm gonna get Heading back to the <clears throat> state, or I'm just gonna grab a second kebab and then yeah, <clears throat> head back to the state. Okay, yeah, I'll probably do the same. Okay, yeah. So let's move this along. Let's go with Biggle and Alok. Uh, listen, Alok, uh, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but if you're gonna come with me, uh, two things. One, well. I don't know how to say this to you. Uh, because you don't. Well, you see, speak the right language. Well, I mean, you speak common, right? Yeah, I speak that. Okay, cool. Um, so uh, there's a possibility that you might not uh, be welcome where we're going. So. If I might make a suggestion, yeah, yeah, could you uh, take off that outfit and <laughs> uh, put on something that maybe uh, is more normal? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, something like uh, less conspicuous. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, and so I take off my pirate bandana, bandana and I'll um, I'll take off my. Sh- the frilly lace shirt, and I'll just put on my hoodie that I normally have. My sleeve this hoodie. Okay. Um. <laughs> How, how's this? Looking great, bud. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let me just quick, quickly have... access, access my inventory by pressing the start button. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Also, uh, have you have you been working Swap on your about arms my chest lately? piece? Well, I gotta I mean, say, I mean, I I can do it like eighty push downs at a time now. Jesus Christ, dude. What a killer, killer, killer callback! Yeah. Um, all right, so you guys make your way to. Um, you're able to kind of get directions from locals or whatever eventually, and find the Thistledown Lounge, mm-hmm. which is on in the eastern side of town. Mm-hmm. And as you pass the the round, uh, the the big kind of courtyard in the center of town, you see that there are a bunch of city workers that are erecting bleachers in a little stage thing. And you can hear the kunk, 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 the hammering and sawing as they're like trying to erect this facade for this future, this parade that's going to happen in two days. And this is where it's going to end. There's going to be a big ceremony. Mm-hmm. And so you pass by that and you head to the eastern edge of uh, the eastern part of the town, where uh, a lot more locals live, you are able to eventually find the Thistledown Lounge. And outside of... What does it look like? So it is nestled... Again, like, there's this long series of storefronts, buildings attached to other buildings, differing heights. This one is... It almost looks comical in how much smaller and lower everything is. Nice. Out front, my kind of place. Yeah, 
and you can hear music drifting out mm-hmm. of this place. Out front are two dwarves, two female dwarves. They are in full chain mail, and they're just sitting on stools talking to each other. They see the two of you approach. They give you a nod. Hi. Hi, how's it going? It's a pretty fine evening. Welcome. Thank you. I uh, This looks like a lovely place. Ah, yeah, it is. Uh, this is my friend Alok. We're just going to make our way in. Oh, yeah, uh, you can make your way in, but uh, Alok, was it? Um, no offense. You're just going to have to wait outside here. On our way here, I want to have, uh, before I... Become like, smaller. <laughs> <laughs> before I, like, round the last quarter, I want to put on the wrestling belt. Oh, the the belt of dwarven kind? Yeah. Okay. So I grow a sick beard. Or <laughs> <Four laughs> one. Uh, well, that's it. I don't you think already... it instantly grows. Okay. <laughs> like a I'm doing put it, on grow beard. I think fun. it does. I think it uh, just yeah. immediately gets a huge beard. Sure, why not? It. Yeah, Fuck let it. him have it. Yeah. And in dwarven, I will say... You know, I don't think uh, my ancestors would take kindly to you saying something like that. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead and make a persuasion roll. And I'll let you do this with advantage. Because of oh the beard. Um, because of the belt and the beard. That's better. So you rolled twice, and you're going to take the higher of the two, which is what? 18. All right. Well, I rolled a three for them. Wow. So she says, oh, I'm so sorry. You know what? You're fine. Just watch your head as you walk in the door. You know, that's so kind of you. I People forget to mention that to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so your boy here is that you're a big dwarf? My grandmother was a dwarf. Yeah, I mean, he rolled an 18 on his yeah, no. I, don't, I don't like... Half yeah, orc, we're gonna half go because it, it's gonna be hilarious when you walk into this six foot high ceiling. Your head is scraping on the top. You hunch over this whole place, all the furniture, all the bar, everything is miniature. You see as you walk in amongst the busyness of this place, sitting at a table is Arvo. Mm-hmm. And he's got his big, bushy, white beard and his tiny little spectacles. And he's sitting at a table with two other figures. Mm -hmm. One is a halfling. No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, They are both gnomes. Okay. Two other gnomes, a male gnome and a female gnome. The female gnome has a large glass mug in front of her that she's just drinking from constantly. Mm -hmm. And the male gnome has a small little, almost like, like, like a little tiny little glass of sherry okay. in front of him that he occasionally sips from. And sitting on the table in front of him is a briefcase. There's all kinds of bustle and movement, and everyone's having a good time and drinking, and there's music playing, and it's this weird kind of, like, uh, almost industrial, like, uh, tink, 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 it's really rhythmic. They're, uh, yeah. Um, kind of industrial. Though. But mm-hmm. everything, 
needle across the record. All the clinking of glasses, all the conversation, everything comes to a stop as Alok walks in behind you, Biggle. Mm-hmm. And everyone looks and stares at you, Alok. Even the musicians stop, their mouths agape. Confused. There's confused looks. There's angry looks. No need to stop on my account. Uh, yeah, or mine. I like that song. A round of drinks, bartender. Okay. You're buying a round of drinks for everyone in the bar? Yep. Do you have... I don't... Yes. Presumably, yeah, you do? You have enough money? Yeah. Sure you do. Yeah. I'm a fucking business owner, dude. (laughs) (laughs) He's putting it on the card. Like all business owners, I'm wealthy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, put on the company card. Yeah, Yeah, tax (laughs) write-off. We're on a job right now. I don't really have a choice, by the way. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think <laughs> how every. I think when you when you offer to buy drinks for everyone, everyone's kind of like, "All right, well, fuck it," you know. Like this is it, like the vibe that you get is that like this is their place to be your size, yeah, Biggle. This is like everyone's place to be okay with the fact that like the rest of the world is bigger. I get it. And I'm tiny. Toward- I want to be here. Yeah. So I'm respecting the space, and I'm buying a drink for everybody at the bar. Awesome. I love it. That's great. So uh, Arvo, the dwarf, waves you over. Mm-hmm. And you and Alok. Alok, you're just kind of standing with your head hunched over. And your sh- it's almost like your shoulders are touching the ceiling of this place. My hands are in the pockets of my hoodie. Just kind of yeah, head tilted. Arvo, good to meet you again. Good to see you. And he says... Uh, I'm I'm sorry about earlier. I uh, uh, have a seat. Um, Biggle was it? Biggle. Yes, uh, that's correct. This is uh, Alok. He works. Uh, he works with me. Not uh, sure how he got through the front door, but all right. Oh well, you know, um, bloodline. I'm uh, I'm half half dwarf. Actually, my grandma. On your mom's side. Uh, yeah. Irma That's... Rockhard. <laughs> uh, he says, okay, whatever. Um, thanks for the drinks. Well, yeah, no problem. We just uh, we just wanted to come in and say hi. Uh, I used to work at the mines over in uh, Goldcrest, and, uh, you know, they're not doing so great over there, but uh, I knew a lot of buddies who told me about this place. They all, all three, all three of them sitting at the table just kind of blink their eyes at you. <laughs> Pirate to minor. Yeah. <laughs> I did used to work in the mines. No, it's mines. true. Yeah, it's part of your backstory. Um, and this female gnome takes what a big, she takes Check a big drink of her beer, and she's like, "Well, this guy's friend. full of shit. Whatever." You have no idea, but he's true to his word. Yeah, and, and Arvo says, ah, I'm sorry, uh, this here is, uh, this here, and he points at the female gnome, and he says, this here is Fizzle. She's one of the um, master tinkerers, along with myself, at the guild. Fizzle, it's a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And uh, she takes a drink. I heard you got some shit you shouldn't have. Well. That's all I heard. And Arvo points at the, the male gnome, and he says, 
And this is Fomble. He's the uh, alchemist. Uh, we, the three of us come here for drinks pretty much after every shift. Uh, a dream of mine. Fomble, the male gnome, he, he holds up his port and he his tiny little glass of port. Even even in his tiny gnomish hand, it is a tiny, tiny little mm-hmm. thimble of liquid. And he says, this is all I can drink. If, if I have any more, it goes to my head and I get super crazy. If I, oh boy, let me tell you how I can, I can only have the one. So no cutting loose with the uh, oh, delegation you better coming bu- in town. You no, know. no siri, Bob. I, please... Sir, only the one. Thank you. Uh, so, well, uh, what's in the briefcase? Oh, that's for me. That's not for your eyes. And oh, he, you and just he, carry it around with you everywhere you oh, go? Oh, yeah, everywhere I go. Thank you. Yes. Well, that's kind of weird. drags it off the table and sets it on the ground at his feet. And Arvo says, anyway, how did you get it? You're talking about the bug thing? No bullshit. Larry made those. He's the only one that made them. I want to know how you got it. Well, maybe some exchange of information is in order. You see, I've been looking for this guy, Larry, for quite a while. And uh, our... Well, actually, I won't say I've been looking for him, but somehow our paths seem to keep crossing ways. And, you know, I got to be honest with you, it's kind of freaking me out. And, uh... So you don't know Larry? Never met him before in my life. (laughs) So how did you get it? Well, it's kind of a long story. You got to start at episode one. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, dude. (laughs) Uh, You know, well, it started with this uh, dwarf in a door which was kind of weird. That's the first time I heard about this guy. And, uh, you know, then uh, me and Alok, we were at these mines just a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, just chipping away. Just chipping away. Well, I mean, there were some ghosts and there was some stuff and... You know, we were doing a job. And I filed uh, for a transfer. <laughs> <laughs> the the female gnome is like, oh, my God, this this is all bullshit. I can't believe this. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Keep going with your story. Found this box. And the weird thing about the box is that it uh, had my logo on it. Your logo. Yeah, my logo. My business. Oh, you have, a, you have a business? You're a businessman, sir. Hey, don't talk to my boss like that. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Please. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's not really like a normal business. Like, well, it's a great business, boss. It's a great business, let me tell you. But, uh, you know, I like to make things. I, I'm a tinkerer, you know, same as you guys. And, uh, you know, but to pay the bills, you got to... You got to take jobs on the side, right? And I found this in a box with my business logo on it. Never seen it before in my life. What's your logo? Says this female gnome as she takes another big drink. It's a black goblet. Huh. Black goblet, you say? 
Yeah, what do you know about it? And how could you know about it? Because I've never been here before. The, uh, they all kind of exchange a look, and Arvo says, Again, I'm sorry about being so aggressive earlier. We didn't part ways with Larry on good terms. Who's Larry? He's a halfling that used to be part of the guild. All right, well, what does that have to do with me? And Alok? I don't know. It sounds... If I'm being honest, it sounds like the world's a big place and you... You stumbled onto something. You know, it makes you feel so small sometimes, right? As they all look up at you. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Asshole. Good for you, man. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Get him while you can. The uh, Fomble, the male gnome, says, Oh, boy, Larry, he was such a jerk. Always trying to get into my stuff. I didn't like that guy. I'm glad he's gone. Did you guys, like, kick him out or something? Oh, yeah, we kicked him out. He, he, I'll tell you one thing. He, he wanted to make, he wanted to make mean stuff. And we don't make mean stuff at the guild. And he wanted to make mean stuff and sell it. Weapons. Big, big means about when those things go off. But up, it's, it's crazy and wild and it'll hurt your ears. I'll t- I I need to be done with this drink, I think. Hey, never let something tasty go to waste. That's what I always say. If you're uh, not going to drink it, I'll finish it for you, pal. And uh, Arvo says, uh, Okay, so you're one of those. You're an adventurer. You're running around. You're a tinkerer. Yeah. I got it. Okay, it all makes sense. You stumbled into this. You came across this, you didn't... So you don't know Larry. Listen, like I told you, we've never met Larry before. Now, frankly, I don't have much interest in meeting uh, this guy, Larry. He sounds like a troublemaker. Sounds kind of scary. And he sounds like an asshole. But I am interested... Um, The female female gnome says... (laughs) Yeah, kind of asshole to burn his own house down and just, like, takes a drink of uh, her beer. What? I don't... Is that a joke? I don't get it. Sounds like, uh, you know, maybe an accident. (laughs) Yeah, it was an accident, she says. She takes another drink. What kind of guy burns his own place down? Exactly! Exactly. What could you get out of it? It's not what he got out of it. He didn't want to get caught all the shit he was doing. Mm, So you guys, let me get this straight. You found out that he was making a bunch of unsavory He was making weapons, okay? And what, you didn't want to be a part of it? You didn't want to get caught? You didn't want to get shut down? You got a reputation to uphold? What is it? She just frustratedly takes a drink and uh, Arvo says look at the guild we try to make things that help people that's what we do we try and help and 
Larry had a different philosophy. So and I gathered. Like when his wife died, he just got a little off the edge. He, he went off. <laughs> I understand. I get it. But, you know. What happened to his wife? She died. I don't know. People die, you know. Yeah. I mean, and he kind of went off the deep end and he just, he was making, he was making some gnarly shit. And he took stuff when he left, you know? Like stuff that he made or stuff that you made? Stuff that he made, stuff that we made, stuff that we made that he thought he could use in different ways, ways that they weren't intended for, you know? So, like, we were working, for example, we were working on helping people transport stuff. You could make things bigger, and you can make things smaller. Enlarge, reduce. It's a spell, right? Well, what if you could concentrate that spell and make things smaller for the sake of shipping them, right? You could make a box that put you put the thing in the box and makes things smaller and just put a bunch of stuff in it. Well, he thought... What if I took that spell and I made it a weapon and I put it on a person's body? That's the kind of fucked up shit that Larry got into. And so you just abandon him? <laughs> it's like, this guy sounds like a cool ass dude. <laughs> I want to hang out with this guy. He leans, Arvo leans forward and says, I see what you're saying. Guy was going through a hard time. But when you channel your suffering into creating more suffering for others, that's when it gets problematic. And we talked to him. We tried to get him to get off this path, you know? But it just... Mm, <laughs> it wasn't... He wasn't having it. He's got a plan. And he, for all, I don't know where he is. I don't know what he's doing. But, uh, it, look, thanks for the drinks. I'm sorry about earlier. Well, you I, know, I might know. Well, the last time I saw him or heard of him, he was in Clifftide. Uh, causing quite a bit of trouble from what I remember. Uh, some mine. Uh, what was the name of that mine, Alok? Um, uh, it was definitely, uh, more, more, or mine. It was not. What the fuck are you guys? What the fuck are you guys talking about? I'm trying to remember the name of the mine that we were. Uh, I was just making one. Wellstone. No, the uh, the, the, the Wellstone. Okay, that's not in Clifftide, by the way. It's it's like way out in the wilderness. It wasn't in Clifftide. It was out outside uh, somewhere close by the Wellstone. He was there, uh, or not him? uh, This guy with these big gloves, and they were digging out veinstone. Trying and, to. Oh least. yeah. They're all their eyes get big. Even the female gnome who's been just kind of checked out and sarcastic through this all, they all like kind of simultaneously go Veinstone? Yeah, there was a ton of it there. Yeah, tons. 
But, I mean, like, it's not that big a deal. I mean, I don't know what's going on. This guy keeps crossing paths, and I think stuff's going to get weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But right okay. now, I want to cut to Dodge and Yon Yon. As you guys leaving the meeting, you head back to the estate. And the sun is setting, casting long shadows from this burned out farmhouse. And you walk in on the charred floorboards to the main room of this farmhouse. You don't see Horatio where you left him. He's not there. What do you do? Do we notice like a scuffle of any kind or like everything just seems normal? Yeah. Everything seems exactly how you left it, except where you left him with a note tucked into his hands. He's not there. Get a fire going. Okay. Get it all cozy up in here. Maybe start making some food. Okay. Great. Yon Yon. I just follow Dodge's lead. Just where do you think that he went? Who could say, man? Hmm. I guess we just wait and see how it all unfolds. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, hungry. And at that, once you get the fire going, Dodge, and you're working toward getting some food going, Horatio walks in the front door. And he stands with his armor, his futuristic physique framed in the twilight doorway. And he looks at you, the two of you. Five leave and two return. Mayhap you bear good news? Still working out the final points, I think. Say, you ever been to Goldcrest? He looks at you confusedly. He says, your query is unsettling. What? Why? (laughs) Why do you wonder these things? Why do you let this trouble your mind? Oh, I'm We have greater purpose ahead of us. I was just curious. Goneril and I traveled from Goldcrest. That is where the portal brought me when I traveled from your future to now. I don't know why you're being so defensive. I was just asking. Hmm. Forgive me. What'd you think of it? I was not there long. The portal sent me and Gonoril, and we traveled the speed that she had. Okay, well, why don't you set up and have some grub? I'm going to go back and check on her. Oh, okay, that's fine, too. I saw you approach and saw the fighter and I wanted to see what you had learned. Is our task still underway? It's coming together. Where are the other three? Completing their tasks. He he has a look of consternation and then he smiles. He says, Yan Yan, my friend. I have full trust in you. 
the astral serum will be ours. And the future will be secured. Yes, it will. While this is also happening, Matthias, you are in the park. Tourists are walking up and down the stretch of the river. Very quickly are able to discern the sketchy corner wherein mm-hmm. the sketchy people hang out. And you indeed. It's in a small little like fountain courtyard part of the park. And this fountain is dry and it's just old stone. You're able to find it because everyone's kind of avoiding it. Mm-hmm. There's just this mob of like 10 people. Some wood elves, some half elves, some humans, all hanging out. They look like if you were to engage them, it might not go well for you. But you, Matthias, specifically, recognize three of them. Mm -hmm. You see Ryan and Kyle... And Ryan Kyle. And they, with an 18, see you. And Ryan Kyle yells amongst, uh, like over top of the din of everyone's mischief. Oh, holy shit. Look at him. Look who it is. It's Maddie Maddie. (laughs) 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 And that's going to do it for this week. Holy shit. Lots to digest there. And I'm sure you all are starting to pick up on more than uh, more than the players did during the session. Amongst all the madness, Matthias's past is once again catching up with him. What kind of trouble will that lead to now? And the Ratfolk TP claims to have seen Horatio in Goldcrest, calling into question the credibility of Horatio's story. And whoever this Larry character is that we've heard about, apparently used to work at the very guild that our heroes are planning to break into. The Weave is getting more and more intricate. Can our heroes pull on the right threads to get the Astral Serum and get out of the Port of Legs alive? To find out, tune in next time for Episode 8 of The Future Criminals. All right, uh, if you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash diceboyspodcast, that's boys with a Z, and join the prestigious ranks of our patrons. There are a few different tiers of support that you can join at, starting at just $1. That's right. Uh, Huge thanks to everyone who has done so. Thanks to your help, we are not only already underway recording Season 4, but we've also started recording some patron-exclusive bonus content. So don't miss out on that or the potential for a sick poster. Uh, go to patreon.com slash podcast and join right now. All right. Thanks so much, everyone. Not just for listening, but for the games that you're playing, the stories that you're telling, and the moments that you're making. Don't stop. Keep it up. And remember, the right play is the fun play.